Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is... The Distant Fire This story was written by me, and it's based on a folktale from Ethiopia. Here to read it to you, it is I, your storyteller Chip Cahoon. This is part three, and there's more to see. If you missed everything before today, catch up at fablespodcast.co.uk. But if the story is with you, then let us continue. Panya was angry. So you cheated! You told me you would stay alive for one night at the top of the highest mountain without a fire to keep you warm. But you did have a fire. You do not deserve half of everything I own. In fact, I do not want a cheat like you working in my coffee fields. You will not work for me again. The fire was not close enough to keep me warm. I could only look at it. Panya shook his head. Looking at a fire is just as good as feeling a fire. You are a cheat. All of Panya's friends agreed with him. Abel began to cry. But if I have no work, I cannot make enough money to pay for a doctor for my mother. But Panya just said, I do not care. You should have thought of that before you cheated. And with that, Panya and his friends went home, leaving Abel crying at the bottom of the highest mountain. Not long later, Hakim climbed down from his mountain. When he saw Abel crying, he ran over to hug his friend and find out what was wrong. Abel told Hakim everything that Panya had said. Afterwards, Hakim thought for a long time with a very serious look on his face. Then, suddenly, Hakim grinned. He said, Do not worry, Abel. You will have everything that you should have. For now, go home to your mother and let her know you are still alive. Here, take this cake that you can share with her to cheer you both up. Abel was confused. What are you going to do? he asked. Hakim just said, You will know soon enough. Later that day, Panya and all his friends received a letter which read, You are invited to a special cake feast. Your local baker is having a party to show off his newest and finest cakes. The most delicious sweets and flavors are in these cakes. They are fit only for kings and wealthy men like you. Come this evening. For one night only, you can munch on these marvelous morsels for free. Panya and all his rich friends loved getting things for free. It meant they didn't have to spend any of their money. So they all accepted Hakim's invitation. That evening, Hakim welcomed all the rich men into his cake shop. Hakim's assistants held the door open for the rich men. 
took their coats and showed them to a large table in the middle of the shop where they could sit down. The table was full of cakes. The most colourful, most enormous, most delicious looking cakes you could possibly imagine. Hakim had used all the finest flavours in the world. I bet your favourite flavour was there for sure. As soon as Panya saw all the cakes, his mouth began to water. He rubbed his hands eagerly. He couldn't wait for Hakim to bring out the knives and the napkins so he could cut off a piece of this cake and that cake, and maybe that cake and this cake too, and give them each a try. Hakim kept going in and out of the kitchen, each time coming back with another fancy cake. But he still wasn't bringing any knives or napkins. Panya's mouth was so full of water now that it was really hard not to dribble. He really wanted to get one of those cakes in his mouth. If it wasn't for Hakim's assistants standing in the way, or wanting to be polite in front of all his friends, Panya might have just snatched a cake from the table and taken a bite. At last, Hakim brought out one final cake, then stood and smiled at all the rich men looking at the cakes. He could hear their tummies rumbling. Panya began to get a little cross. Hakim still hadn't brought out any knives or napkins. Panya's mouth was so full of water now that he had little lines of dribble drooling from the corners of his mouth. He really wanted to smother his tongue with some of that fluffy, sugary goodness. If it wasn't for Hakim's assistant standing in the way, or wanting to be polite in front of all his friends, Panya might have just snatched a cake from the table and mashed it into his face. After about a minute, Hakim suddenly clapped his hands together. All his assistants immediately covered up the cakes and carried them all out into the kitchen. Hakim said, Thank you, gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed munching on my cakes. The rich men watched the cakes leaving the room. Some of them looked very sad to see the cakes go. But some of them looked angry. One of the angry ones was Panya. He said, You horrible man! You did not let us munch on any of your cakes. You invited us here just to tease us. I will visit the prince and we will have you put in prison for this insolence. But Hakim looked confused. He said, Please, sir, it's not looking at a cake just as good as munching on a cake? Panya was furious. Of course not. Looking at a cake is certainly not just as good as munching on a cake. Hakim said. But surely, sir, if looking at a fire is just as good as feeling a fire, it's not looking at a cake just as good as munching on a cake? Panya squeezed his mouth tight. He realised what Hakim had done, and he didn't know what to say. But all of his friends knew. Every one of Panya's rich friends agreed that looking at a cake was not just as good as munching on a cake. And so, looking at a fire was not just as good as feeling a fire. And so, Panya's friends told him that if Panya really wanted to be a man of his word, he had to give half of everything he owned to Abel. In the end, 
Tanya wasn't upset about it. He had been impressed by Abel, and now he was impressed with Hakim too. Tanya felt he had learned some very valuable lessons. And even after giving half of everything he owned to Abel, Tanya was still a very rich man. Abel was so incredibly grateful to Hakim. With half of Panya's money, Abel was now very rich too. He paid a doctor straight away to help his mother get better. He also paid Hakim back for every cake he had ever given him, paying ten times the amount the cakes were worth. And of course, Abel now had enough money to make sure that neither he nor his mother ever went hungry again. And when they had dinner that night to celebrate, what food do you think was on the table? That was the tale of The Distant Fire. Thank you for sharing it with me. Now in this story, you heard how a mountain helped Abel and Hakim to become even closer as friends. But next week, we'll hear about a mountain that forced three very good friends apart. Will they see each other again? Well, just to make life extra complicated, these three friends are not human, not animals, and not even plants. They are water droplets. <laughs> you really won't want to miss this one. To make sure you don't, make sure you are subscribed to our podcast. Or if you don't want to wait, why not become an epic explorer? Then you can enjoy every story all at once to listen to, watch me tell you, and even have delivered to you through the post. And you know, if you get the book, you can also jump right into the story through amazing illustrations by incredible artists like Corky Paul, the illustrator for Winnie the Witch. There are two new stories every month, plus two bonus stories that only Epic Explorers get to see. Ooh, and the stories never disappear either. You can go there and devour over 40 stories right now. To become an Epic Explorer, just put on your sweetest voice and ask your grown-up to sit with you as you go to fablespodcast.co.uk. Right now, though, it only remains for me to say cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon.